A moose is on the loose in Minnesota. A plane crossed the Atlantic without using fossil fuels. And Nikki Haley's presidential campaign just got a big boost. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Wednesday, November 29th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At number one, more Israeli hostages are set to be released from the Gaza Strip today. That was the sound of crowds cheering on vehicles that were transporting released hostages into southern Israel yesterday. We're now in the sixth day of a temporary pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas, but negotiators are working to extend the pause for a few more days to release more Israeli hostages and Palestinian prisoners. One of the people pushing to extend the pause is the CIA director, William Burns. He traveled to Qatar yesterday for secret meetings with Israel's spy chief and Qatar's prime minister. He's pushing for Hamas and Israel to release men and military personnel from captivity. He's also looking for the return of more American hostages. It's thought that eight or nine Americans are still being held in Gaza. Number two. Rosalind Carter's life was celebrated at a memorial in Atlanta yesterday. The former first lady's husband, 99-year-old former President Jimmy Carter, managed to attend the service. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden were also there. And so were Bill and Hillary Clinton and former first ladies Michelle Obama, Laura Bush, and Melania Trump. Rosalind Carter's grandson, Jason James Carter addressed the current and former first ladies in his speech and their husbands, too. Thank you all for coming and acknowledging this remarkable sisterhood that you share with my grandmother. And thank you all for your leadership that you provided for our country and the world. Secretary Clinton and Dr. Biden, we also welcome your lovely husbands. Carter's funeral will take place today in Plains, Georgia, where the Carters lived before and after Jimmy's presidency. The service will take place at a Baptist church where Rosalind and her husband of 77 years worshipped. It's also where he taught Sunday school. Number three, a powerful political network endorsed Nikki Haley for president. The network is led by conservative billionaire Charles Koch. Yesterday, it backed Haley, who's the former U.N. ambassador and governor of South Carolina. It's part of an effort to stop Donald Trump from becoming the 2024 Republican nominee. This is a pretty big deal in the Republican race. Haley will get more access to the network's influential donors and its organizational power, and she was already gaining momentum in the Republican primary. In many ways, she surpassed Florida Governor Ron DeSantis as the top alternative to Trump. But Trump is still far ahead of Haley and DeSantis in polls. Endorsements by the Koch Network or other anti-Trump groups probably won't be enough to close that gap. Rescuers in India reached 41 men who were trapped underground for weeks. That is number four. The construction workers were stuck in a collapsed tunnel, almost 300 feet underground for 17 days. They managed to survive on food, medicine, and other supplies that were sent through narrow pipes. But yesterday there was a breakthrough when rescuers finally reached the workers. 
The crews had to use their bare hands and shovels to get through the last yards of rock. It was a long process, but every worker was saved. At number five, U.S. life expectancy is struggling to rebound from the pandemic. Life expectancy rose more than a full year in 2022 to 77.5 years. That's according to new CDC data. The rise comes mostly from a drop in COVID-19 deaths. In 2019, U.S. life expectancy at birth stood at 78.8 years. That figure cratered to 76.4 in 2021, which was the lowest since 1996. That was due partly to a wave of COVID deaths in January and February of that year, when the U.S. had only just started to roll out vaccines. But progress is still slow. Drug overdoses, homicides, and chronic illnesses such as heart disease are still driving a mortality crisis in the U.S. compared to similar countries. A plane crossed the Atlantic without using fossil fuels for the first time. That's story number six. An empty Virgin Atlantic plane took a test flight from London to New York yesterday. It was powered entirely by waste fats and plant sugars. And the airline said it emitted 70% less carbon than petroleum-based jet fuel. This is known as sustainable aviation fuel. It currently makes up about 0.1% of all fuel used in aviation. Yesterday's flight was an important milestone, but it doesn't mean the airline industry can suddenly make the switch to biofuels made from corn, animal fats, algae, municipal trash, and sewage. There's just not enough demand for these sustainable fuels, so they're expensive and rare. Normal jet engines also aren't designed to run on them. And although they're a bit cleaner, they still produce planet-warming emissions. But even so, they could help make air travel less damaging to the climate. And at number seven, a moose is on the loose in Minnesota. The young bull moose named Rut has been roaming farmlands in south-central Minnesota, which is very strange because it's hundreds of miles south of its natural habitat. Moose usually prefer dense forests near water in the winter, like those by the Canadian border. Now, a moose is probably a lot bigger than you think. They can grow to about six feet tall, but Rut's size is not the biggest thing about him. He's become something of a local celebrity. Folks are drinking eggnog in moose-shaped cups, someone painted a rock in his likeness, and other people have created rut Christmas ornaments. A Facebook group called Moose on the Loose has about 36,000 followers. They've been tracking Rut's journey north to make sure he gets back safely. One person wrote, This moose has no clue how much joy and happiness he's brought to so many. All right, you're all caught up. But don't forget that our Black Friday sale ends today. It's a great deal. You can get the Washington Post for only 99 cents every four weeks. Don't miss out. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. <laughs>